Come on. Hello, dear listener. Before we get into today's show, quick ask. If you find value in today's show or you've gotten value out of a previous show, please leave us a quick five-star review. Be super grateful. Thanks a lot. Welcome to Money Savage, a savage approach to personal finance. This is George Grumbacher, and the time is right. Welcome to today's guest, a strong and powerful Dylan Ogline. Dylan, are you ready to do this? I'm ready, man. I'm pumped. Let's do it. Let's let's do this. Dylan is the founder of Ogline Digital. He's helping people start and grow their own hyper-profitable digital marketing agencies. I'm excited to have you on. Dylan, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Sure, sure. That's a loaded question right there. Go. So, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, you mentioned it. Uh, I own a, a digital marketing agency called uh, Ogline Digital. And uh, basically, we help people, uh, we help businesses with direct response uh, digital marketing solutions, or in layman terms, we, we manage Facebook and Google ads for, for folks. Uh, I, I believe in being a, you know, super focused, hyper uh, hyper focused, uh, ruthlessly cutting unnecessary stuff. So I don't have a lot going on like some folks do. Uh, I have my agency, which is pretty much, uh, I build it so that I could live kind of that four hour work week lifestyle and travel the world at least pre COVID. And, uh, yeah, so I have that. And then I have, uh, um, an education company where I have a training program called agency 2.0, where I teach folks how to start a uh, digital marketing agency uh, like the one I have. And that's uh, the education companies where probably 90 to 95% of my focus are uh, these days. Uh, personal life, uh, travel whenever we could back in the old days, uh, pre-COVID. <laughs> uh, spend time with my, my girlfriend and our two dogs and play hockey. And, and that's that's pretty much it. I, I don't do, I, I like to keep things really simple and hyper-focused. Uh, why do I do what I do? Which is a fantastic question. Uh, the agency is, uh, I enjoy, uh, I, I too like marketing. I like business growth. I like, I like helping businesses with, with their growth. Uh, but that's less to do with passion and more simply to do with it's a high profit margin business. The education company is much more a passion project and that's simply kind of, uh, my way of giving back and, uh, you know, being thankful for all the mentors and coaches and training that I've had to get me to where I am. So did I do that in under a minute? I think I did. That was pretty fast. Well done. Well done. Yes. Thank you. What, uh, what, what position on the ice do your dogs play? You said you like playing hockey with your dogs. I, I don't think they're, so we live in Florida now. <laughs> I don't think that they, uh, <laughs> they don't like snow. <laughs> so, no, they wouldn't, uh, they wouldn't. They wouldn't handle it well. They're like what in the world? We're usually at the beach, and now there's all this freezing cold white stuff everywhere. Got it. Yeah, they can't handle it. No way. Not interested. All right. So being hyper focused, ruthlessly cutting things out, being mm-hmm. doing doing only the essentials. How'd you figure that out? That was. Uh, it took. 10 to 12 years of pain and suffering of doing the exact opposite for me to, to reach a breaking point. Uh, and then it was a conversation with a long-term mentor where, uh, I, I was at that breaking point making very little 
way too many projects going on at one time, bouncing around from one project to the next, chasing the shiniest object, getting absolutely nowhere, exhausted, not knowing what sleep was anymore, forgetting what the concept of a vacation was. Uh, it reached getting to that point. And then I had a conversation with a long-term mentor and basically he uh, was like, you need to, <laughs> you need to get focused. You need to stop uh, doing twenty different things. And you, if if you if you chase what, what is it the uh, what's the saying? The man who chases too many ra- or more than one rabbit catches none. It's mm-hmm. there's a better better way to put it. But uh, that was basically the advice I got. And so I ruthlessly cut everything and uh, just focused on one single thing. And and it was an uphill uh, route from there. It's. Was it a function of there's so many different things you're, you're, you're sort of interested in and wanting to pursue? Uh, and then you just recognize, okay, my mentor is right. Um, I, I need to, to really figure out my one or two things that are super key to my success and then only focus on those. That It, it can't necessarily have been just an easy thing to, to, to break that habit of, of doing lots. Well, I think it's uh, I think it's there's two factors. The a, a, a lot of entrepreneurs always have ideas. Like I, I just walk around my my town and just constantly I'm like, oh, that's an idea, or that's an idea, or uh, the other day I was like, I think I could create like a, a a lawn care company and like use digital marketing and like have a really efficient system and everything. And I, <laughs> you have to like kind of stop yourself and be. Uh, you just be like, no, I, I, I can't, I can't do that. <laughs> I gotta stop. Uh, so there's, you know, that's, uh, so it wasn't necessarily passion that, that was passionate about all these different things. It was, uh, I always had all these new ideas. It, w- it was also a factor of desperation. Uh, when you are broke and you have nothing going, you kind of end up chasing the shiniest object because you're like, if I could just get this thing to work then I could focus on all these other things and then I'd have 10 things that are working, but mm. I can't really focus on one of them because I'm not making anything. Right. So it's, what's, that's the saying you, it's cutting off your nose to spite your face. Like that, that's what it is. And I see a lot of business owners doing that. Uh, was it easy to just cut everything for me? It, again, it had reached that tipping point where, I was so frustrated. I had spent over a decade of my life spinning my wheels, getting nowhere so that when I metaphorically got slapped across the face and kind of woke up after this conversation with a mentor that, yeah, it was relatively easy to just go down into my basement and get on my computer and just delete everything that wasn't making money because I had reached that tipping point. Got it. Nice. So we talked about how, how entrepreneurs are, just sort of a lot of the time visionary idea people and they see opportunities all over the place and it, it can become very distracting and the time suck and, and everything else. I imagine in, 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 in your world when you're helping people to, to develop their business online, what, what sort of popped into my mind was, was strategy versus tactics. And I bet that a lot of people are just kind of victim to trying different tactics without, without ever really having a, a broader strategy. I, I can agree to that. Yeah. I, I think what, what I have seen now 
that I that I have my education company. I'm, I'm working with folks who have zero experience in business, or maybe they've tried a few things here and there, and it went nowhere. What I see is people want things to be complicated. Hmm. Whether it's marketing or your product market fit or or anything, they they're looking for the advanced tactic or like the cheat code to Facebook ads or like what's the secret play, what's the secret setting that I need to have in my Google ads <laughs> to make them profitable or something like that, and and I I tell people like it like that stuff doesn't exist, like you just need to stick to the basics keep things really fundamental and really simple. It doesn't need to be complicated. Uh, and that's it. Like when I, when I'm teaching students, like, you know, here's, you know, here's my business model. I have a seven figure digital agency. I'm going to teach you how to start your own digital agency. Like I, all the time I hear, there's no way it's that simple. Right. And like there, there has to be that secret setting in Google ads to make it profitable. And I'm like, no, it's not like you just need to keep things simple. And, uh, and once people get that, the hang of it and you just keep focusing on the same thing, you get better and better and better. So how do you go about, and obviously you have an entire program that teaches people how to do this, but Mm -hmm. are there, how, are there certain like I'm just I, I, I don't, I don't really have the right words for this. How, how do you structure that so that people get, um, the right amount of knowledge in, in certain areas and do they, do they then pick the, the area they really want to focus on and go deep on or how, how does that, how does the program work? So, so with my program, it's, I'm, I'm teaching people how to start an agency. So the, the kind of the game plan for them is I'm, I'm removing the paradox of choice. Uh, the really only thing that they kind of have to choose is, is a niche. Uh, you know, you have to target a certain industry. You have to target a you know certain uh, uh, certain needs in the market. Beyond that, I I purposely remove a lot of the choice, and then I just encourage, I just repetitively encourage them to keep things lean, mean, and scrappy. Uh, like when I'm when I'm telling people like setting up their website as an example, getting getting your domain, just, you know, silly things like that, that are just the fundamentals. I'm like, I want you to do this tonight. Don't spend the next three weeks building out your website. Like do this right now, tonight, force yourself to just, just do it right now. Uh, and it's, it's small things like that, that add up because, uh, if you spend three weeks on your website and then you spend three weeks on building out a landing page and all these things, like a lot of time goes by. And you just want to constantly be moving at breakneck speed so that you break things and you're, you're getting things out into the marketplace. Uh, so I, I think, you know, like I said, removing the paradox of choice, removing options uh, is, is the best thing that I have found as a, I can't believe I'm going to use this term educator <laughs> as a coach. <laughs> I'll use that. That's a little bit better. Uh, but removing the options so that people don't, don't even think that there are options. Does that answer your question? Yeah. Yeah. I think that, I think that that makes a lot of sense. The, the paradox of choice and just people's desire for complexity. I can definitely see that people want to, for whatever reason, apparently we are wired in, in, in a way that, 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 that we want that when in fact 
that's not what's going to get us to where we want to go. Yeah, certainly somebody who's smarter than me could tell you why we want that. <laughs> right. I don't, I have no idea, but it certainly was that case for me, and I see it all the time with other other folks. Can't tell you why, I just see it. So that, that, that then just allows people to, once they have the framework set up, you say, okay, listen up, you're, you're going to get this done tonight. Here's, here, here's how you do it. And then for lack of a better term, you have your marching orders every day. You need to get up and do your job and it's mm-hmm. X, Y, and Z. Yes. Yeah. And whether you're building an agency or building some other kind of business, uh, I, I, I encourage people to follow kind of that same, that same pattern of just ruthlessly cut things you want to focus on on getting your product market fit getting something out there into the marketplace uh, and testing it as quickly as possible so like i i always i talk about like i i had a seven-figure agency and i didn't even have a website so you don't need to spend six months building your website like i hate to tell you it's not that important (laughs) like i don't i encourage you to have a a website depending on your your product your service whatever but uh like that's an example of just how how ridiculously simple you want to keep things uh and it's it's truly just about proving that product market fit as quickly as possible and then once you have that focusing on marketing so that you can get growth like you don't need a you don't need a fancy business card. You don't need a fancy website and a nice logo. Like that stuff isn't going to move the needle and make the cash register ring. So I I go through your course. I now am the owner of a digital marketing agency. Mm-hmm. What am I doing? Uh, at who 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 am I approaching? Uh, so like who who is what's what's your niche? Yes, or just. Yes. And, 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 and what, what am I doing for my end user? Sure. Sure. So, so generally speaking, the, the service that, uh, that my students are offering is very similar to, to what my agency offers, which is direct response, digital marketing solutions, which in layman terms, you are managing, you're writing, say Facebook ads or Google ads or both. Uh, you're building the landing page for the client. And you're just you're selecting who to target. You're building out the ads, all that stuff, and then from once the potential customer reaches that landing page and they fill out the form or they make a purchase, whatever, it's up to the client then to handle things from there. That's essentially what we're doing. Uh, what niche? No, that's that. That's where the the kind of choice comes in. Uh, what I recommend to people, the first thing is. Uh, look at previous experience that you've had. What, what this is in regards to selecting your niche. How do you do that? Look at previous experience that you've had. Maybe you've worked with uh, an, an accounting firm before as a, I don't know, just an office rep or something. Uh, maybe your parents are dentists. Uh, so you can then target dentists. Uh, maybe your a family member, your brother or your cousin or just a friend works in the auto body repair industry. Uh, A niche that I targeted, which still do to this day, is plumbing and heating companies. I have no experience in plumbing and heating. I've never worked in that industry. I just simply have made friends with somebody who was in that industry, talked to them a little bit about their their work, uh, knew a little bit about the industry, 
and that was it. And then I was able to target plumbing and heating companies. And because I had just that little bit of industry knowledge, I could talk about what their true wants and desires are. That's all you need to do. Yeah, that certainly makes sense. Nice. Have have some kind of affinity and a natural starting place um, to to get started. A natural starting place to get started. That's <laughs> I love it. And I, 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 I have in my notes that, that you are, uh, I don't know if you're passionate or, or um, what the right term is, but, but, but that you are a practitioner of stoicism. Practitioner. I wouldn't go that far. I study stoicism. I, I, student. I, student. I'm a student of, of stoicism, yes. So tell me a little bit about that. So, uh, don't ask me to quote anything cause I'm terrible remembering <laughs> specifics, uh, terrible remembering names. But for me, what, uh, what stoicism has helped with is I would summarize it with, with two main things. One is remembering mortality what with, I don't know how to say it properly cause I'm not a stoic, but memento, memento mori is I think how it's, how it's pronounced, which is basically remembering that you will die. Uh, and that mo- just motivates me on a day-to-day basis to kind of do the best that I can um, and remember that, hey, you know, your time is limited and you don't – tomorrow is not a guarantee, which I think is healthy for, for pretty much everybody to to think that way. Uh, and the second thing is to – my takeaway is to kind of – when you're making decisions, don't base them off of emotion understand your emotions, realize that they are there, whether it's anger or fear or excitement or anything like that, like, or panic, like realize that those emotions are real, but just simply recognizing that the emotion is there and, and try to look at the, the decision that you're making, whether it's in business or personal, whatever, and just kind of look at it and be like, am I making this decision logically or emotionally simply just having that kind of filter or that that fail stop is has been very very useful for me yeah in the same sort of vein that that we like complexity as human beings and if we have too many things on our plate that we're not going to be very effective um recognizing that the vast vast uh, majority of the decisions that we make about everything about money and are are really based on emotion and once we become mindful of that and aware of it then we can start to to move towards more logical decision making so i think that that's such a valuable thing so amen absolutely 100 percent. well dylan savage nation is your pretty for your difference making tip what do you have for them uh, so we talked about this pre-show. My um, <laughs> my tip is to eat your veggies. Uh, no, I'm I'm just kidding. <laughs> I hope that I hope that stays in the show. No, my 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 single different difference making tip is would be focus. Uh, focus, no matter if it's on one product or one service. Realize that if you you know if you try to do ten things in a day. You're not going to get anything done. But if you do one thing every day, you're probably going to be able to get that done. Uh, just just always think, am I being hyper-focused right now? That would be my difference-making tip. Well, I think that is great stuff. That definitely gets – come on. Come on. Even if your one thing 
is eating your vegetables, Dylan. Yeah, gotta eat those. I get gotta get those greens. In. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, Dylan, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? How can people engage with you? Absolutely. Uh, Dylan Oglin. Uh, my website's dylanoglin.com. Uh, I do have a free ebook that I just put up. Uh, if you go to dylanoglin.com forward slash six, all spelled out, S-I-X, uh, I do have a, uh, a free ebook. Uh, and then on the Instagram, Facebooks, and LinkedIn uh, at Dylan Oglin. Love it. Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Dylan your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to dylanoglin.com. That's D-Y-L-A-N-O-G-L-I-N-E.com. And then um, do the the forward slash six and get the, get a copy of the free ebook and find him on social media. I'll list all those in the notes of the show. Thanks again, Dylan. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. And until next time. Keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money. Getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right.